It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, Griff Jenkins. Well, we just didn't know whether he was going to die or not. Does he die or not? Does he actually maybe not die? And Adam Klotz. That was going to go down as one of the best shows ever, and then they totally missed the landing. Come together to share their top five most disappointing TV finales. Here are this week's hosts, Griff and Adam. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Griff Jenkins, Fox News correspondent, and I'm joined today with Fox's own meteorologist, Adam Klotz, and a well-known TV series finale expert, which makes me completely unprepared (laughs) for what we're about to do. Now, every week, you have all sorts of folks at Fox weighing in on their top five list, but as aforementioned, this one is going to be about the top five most disappointing TV finales. And I will admit, with full disclosure, I remember being really emotionally wrecked by finales that I had to then Google back to get the actual details so I could remember them, begging the question of just how bad it was. But for all of us who watched any amount of TV, you remember those moments when the show just didn't stick the landing as it were. Now, Adam, let me start with you. What is your top five worst endings? of TV series finales. Number five. Well, I'm with you, Griff, on having to Google a couple of things because there's such bad memories that you try to repress most of these things. You enjoyed the show so much and then they just fail right at the end. Uh, I'll dive right in and tell you my number five is Scrubs, a show I absolutely loved. (laughs) And the end of season eight, there was a finale. They did a finale for the whole series at the end of season eight, and it was beautiful. And then they came and tacked on a ninth season, and it was a train wreck of a year and almost undid everything that they did the previous eight years. So because of that, because they added that extra season, they had to do another finale, and that one was very bad. So they just tried too hard. Yeah, I mean, they had a finale. The show was over, and then they went back for a cash grab and did another season, and then they <laughs> All right, I can't relate to that. I don't remember Scrubs. I remember Scrubs, but I didn't watch very much of it. But let me let me give you my top five because I felt when I sort of started to look into this, everybody who watched Game of Thrones, it was the epic disaster. And so I figured I would make it my five because I watched the season finale, but it's actually the only episode I ever watched. Now, I made fun of my wife because I used to call her a Dungeons and Dragons nerd because I'm just that doesn't appeal to me, but it was so great. And so she had a really big night planned to watch it and all this stuff. And I think some of her friends didn't pan out. So being the good husband, I decided to watch it with her. And I watched it. It had such little action. It was dark, confusing. And I was wondering what the hell were these people like so stuck on that show. So I hope I haven't offended you or any of our listeners that loved it. But as someone who only watched the season finale, I didn't get much out of it. Well, everyone agrees with you that that was bad. So that you can't judge the show on that since everyone knows <laughs> it's a bad episode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a word for the wise. Don't ever tune into just the season finale. You may be disappointed. Number four. All right, what about your number four? Give me number four, Klotz. My number four is a bit of a curveball, but you just threw a curveball at us too, so that's fine. My number four is The Walking Dead. 
Now, what's weird <laughs> about this show is it's actually still on TV. It hasn't even done an ending yet. I'm putting it on my list because it deserves to have been over so long ago. I love <laughs> the show, and they're just dragging it on forever, and they are on my list for never ending. In the show, put a season finale out. Put a series finale out. We need it to be over. No. I love it. I love it. The irony, the walking dead should be dead. All right. My number four is going to date me because I was glued in the late nineties to Seinfeld. Seinfeld mm-hmm. was a great show. There's nothing like it on TV. The wit, the humor, there was a show about nothing that became everything in our lives. Did you watch Seinfeld? I love Seinfeld. Okay, so maybe you can relate to this. The final, we expected the writing, the creativity to be so over the top and it was so campy and so lame. For those that remember, it ended with (laughs) Jerry, George, Elaine and Kramer behind bars for the episode because they were on trial for not caring enough about humanity. The only saving grace of what I thought was the super letdown. I'm not even going to badmouth it because I love Seinfeld so much. I'm just going to say it was a super letdown. Uh, The only saving grace was that our own Geraldo Rivera had these intermittent reports that they just sprinkled in when he would report on the jury's fate of of (laughs) Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer. That was fantastic. But ultimately, like the whole thing with Jerry talking about George's shirt buttons in a jail cell, it just under-delivered. You know what? I kind of like that finale, and I'm in the minority because most people think that's awful. A show that's all about nothing this whole time, and then you find out that you can't live your life like that at the end. Like you need people, you need to care. I don't know, I thought it was kind of a nice twist. That's all right. I give you that. Number three. All right. Now, let's go into, we're getting down the list here. This one's important. Now we're reigning in the top three. What is your numero trace? This is a popular one that people despise. The show Lost. I went into Lost really hard right when everyone else was. It's back when you were buying. This is a, a very slim moment in time. I bought the DVDs. In the way we binge now on on Netflix, I was binging on the DVD purchases, and it was so good. Every episode was amazing. And then at the end, they went off the rails. Uh, You know, the whole time you were wondering where this place was, where this island was, what it all meant. And it just ended up to be purgatory, which kind of undid a bunch of the stuff they wrote. They like wrote themselves in a box and then just started making stuff up. And it was just so dissatisfying. They asked so many questions they never answered. And it really broke your heart. I'm going to tease. It could be on my list, but it is not my number three. Let me get to my number three. And that is the X-Files. So I was an X-Files junkie. And in full disclosure, no doubt, I believe, although I've been dying to see a UFO even get abducted. I never have been. I believed it. The saving grace to to the X-Files series is that literally in a matter of weeks, we may get a Department of Defense report that shows, that proves everything Mulder and Scully was talking about is actually legit and really happened. So that's good stuff. But I don't know if you watched any of X-Files or if you know the finale. Now they did also, perhaps as a cash grab, try and bring it back some years ago. But the original season finale, uh, Mulder had been 
thought to be dead. They bring him back. He's been in a prison and he goes like psycho super soldier and kills everybody. And all of the loose ends really had like this forced ending. And then the final scene is Mulder and Scully in bed in a cheap motel in Roswell, New Mexico. And so the whole thing about the truth is out there. Like I wanted him to be beamed up with uh, the the alien child that Scully had. I wanted him to be beamed up in the spaceship. Didn't get it. They were stuck in a cheap motel in New Mexico. If no one has seen that show, what that description you just gave was insane. <laughs> that was a wild ride. What you just explained to me was a wild ride. I'm you telling know. you, I'm telling you, we'll see. Maybe this uh, Department of Defense report coming out uh, next month will indeed prove an X-Files uh, episode or two, or at least some of the premise of it. The countdown continues after this. Number two. two. All right, getting down to number two. What's your two? My number two, also one of my favorite shows of all time, Dexter. It's uh. about the, yeah, about the blood splatter expert in Miami who on his own is killing people. So he works for the police, but then he's killing only bad guys. This was like such a smart and clever and good show. And season after season was so good. And season four with John Lithgow is the bad guy was one of the best seasons of TV I've ever watched. But at the end, like he, he is a bad guy. Ultimately, he's murdering people. And they needed, they needed to have the guts, like some TV shows have, to go after and like harm and kill a main character. And they did this big dramatic thing, like he was finally going to get caught and go to prison, or he was going to pay the price and die. And then they end the series with him driving into a, a hurricane, which was kind of silly, but you were supposed to think he was dead. And then at the very end of the post credits, he's living in the Pacific Northwest as a lumberjack, like hiding out. So they. <laughs> They didn't, they didn't, they just what left it open so they could start the series all over again. And it's like, no, we've been with it so long. Give us a conclusion. Just do it. I, I like that. Pull Actually, I watched uh, a handful of Dexter episodes. I did like that show. I didn't see the end. I wasn't devoted to it. But uh, you made me now kind of want to go watch that finale. So at least watch the finale. But you can anyone could just sit down and watch season four and it is just like perfect tv season four it's got its own seasonal story arc (laughs) excellent all right now my number two is lost as well you and i are on the same page with that the fate of the survivors of oceanic flight 815 i'm a surfer i spend time on islands i'm so fascinated by the premise, it was so well written. The characters are so dynamic. This guy, Jack, our listeners will remember the hero that's trying to save them all from the island. And we knew, as you kind of alluded to, that there was this like undertone of like faith uh, versus science and it kind of intertwined. But then when we learned, oh wow, Snap, they were all dead all along in this weird purgatory state was such a disappointment that you just wanted to take a shower and wash yourself that you cared so much. Like on an island after a plane crash, you either live or die. You don't have like this weird uh, 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 middle earth uh, thing. It's like, I don't know. It's like they tried too hard. They did a great job. They got to the finish line and then it was like they cheated and skipped a lap or something. It felt like they 
there's no way that's what they initially began that show as, right? Could have they sat in that writing room and been like, this is, it's like they just guessed at the ending themselves at the very end. I agree. I agree. So uh, certainly, certainly, uh, you know, I was, I was jotting down notes about what I would put after uh, the lost review. And I've just put bomb fail barf. So that's how I emotionally felt about the end of that one. (laughs) Number, 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 number one. Five, four, three. Number one. All right. All right. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Top, the very number one top most disappointing finale for you is? It is, and it's already been on your list, Game of Thrones. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I began by insulting you then. Well, you said you're a nerd if you watch it, but then you went on about all the nerdy stuff you watch. You're True. watching shows about aliens and monsters game of thrones was oh it was so good it was big and it was epic and it was thoughtful and it was following a book in the final season it was the entire final season was bad in the final season they got ahead of the book and suddenly it was they had to bring in writers and just create on their own and so they're no longer following a script from a book so the final season's really bad because they did a bad job and then the final episode of the final, it, it was just, it was dark, as you said. It was, you couldn't see what was going on. It was hardly any action. <laughs> the action we got was silly and dumb. Uh, the interaction with the dragons. I know a lot of people hate this one and could go on and on about it. And I am among those people. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, though, because when I was looking uh, online and, you know, kind of checking on stuff about disappointing episodes, Game of Thrones really is, maybe because it's so recent, is really like the most still uh, uh, heatedly debated finales out there. I mean, people are still talking about it, like today on social media and on uh, uh, chat rooms. That was going to go down as one of the best shows ever. And then they totally missed the landing. And now, like, no one even talks about Game of Thrones. It's like they're embarrassed that they ever watched it. Because <laughs> of the finale. All right. Let me give you my number one. And I don't right. know if you watch this show or not. This will uh, uh, sort of uh, date you, perhaps. But that is Sopranos. Were you a Sopranos right. fan? I watched episodes, but I never got all the way through them. So I was I was glued. I mean, I was more dedicated to watching that show than any other. The fascination with crime is my top category, particularly having grown up on the Godfather movies. And the the series had been struggling a little bit, but the overarching Tony Soprano, this perfect villain, like he was the most despicable of all uh, uh, you know, mafia types. He had no heart whatsoever, but yet you've just had this empathy for him and he just survived everything. He was like a cat with nine lives and he used them all up and had nine more. And we knew some of the likely questions that would be answered in all the plots because you've got these competing mafia entities. And of course, he cared about his family, but yet he did everything to to not help them. And so the final scene is Tony Soprano sitting in a diner and like a man kind of walks in 
and it's like we don't know what's happening. We know there could be a hit on him. He's put a bunch of hits on other people, and then it just fades to black. And it's like that's it. Like we don't get the Godfather scene where everybody dies or lives, and we know how it ends. We don't get the uh, Scarface Tony Montana that goes out with uh, you know giant machine gun shooting all the bad guys and gets shot in his mansion in Miami. Instead, it just goes blip, and we don't know. If he lives he or dies. Like, did he need to pay for all of his sins? Is that Would have that made you feel better? Well, we just didn't know whether he was going to die or not. Does he die or not? Does he actually maybe not die? So that unanswered, I think their thinking was it would be very creative, but that cliffhanger really upset people because we got attached to this character that the show was built around and we needed to know. And now we'll never know. Do you live or die? It's uh, been fun uh, catching up with you, and thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, talking a little TV finale with me there, Klotz. Of course, Griff. You know, it's really hard to end a really great program, as we just learned, but I'm going to try to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe and rate and review this podcast on Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top fives. You've been listening to Fox Top 5 on the Fox News Podcast Network.